Hi and welcome. My name is Ali Hart and I am the host of this podcast and you're listening and watching how to build a creative business in a noisy world. I really hope you enjoy the episode. Um, you'll be listening to this now. This, we're well into the Hindsight series, which is where I talk to people who I know, uh, appreciate, uh, some who I don't know very well, but others who I just want to get on to have a focus and a spotlight on them for them to share their wisdom and who are making waves in the creative industry. So with that, today I have Dan Ferguson. Hi, Dan. Good morning. Um, it is great to have Dan. So I just want to put a little bit of, so one of the first paintings that I saw of Dan's was in the Yard Gallery where um, we both had work, which is in Northern Ireland in a place called Hollywood and not Hollywood in mm-hmm. the States. Hollywood but, one. Uh, <laughs> one L. One L. And uh, the colour, uh, those of you who follow my work as well will know pinks, purples, they will always show up in what I do. And it was one of the Strand Cinema, Dan, that you mm. had made, which mm. I think now is sold. I'm sure it's Yeah, sold yeah, yeah. They, they sold through them, yeah. The color, yeah, the and it was uh, the colours and the tones and the hues, all of that was just, it really stood out to me. So I'm very excited on a technical level and on a um, just painter to painter level to have Dan, but uh, it is great to have you today. Thank you very much. How are you doing? Yeah, very good. Thank you. So Dan's in his studio, I'm in my studio for those that are listening on the podcast and um, it is suitably, both of us have paintings up, both of us have random stuff sitting about. I've got a lot of rubbish knocking around. (laughs) It's a good space. Where is it you have your studio at the minute? My my studio is Queen Street Studios, yeah, we're above Wise Buys in East Belfast, um, which is a a fantastic kind of... um, bespoke complex that they, um, with the help of the Arts Council, uh, crafted when we were looking for new premises after they had to move from Bedford Street. And we, I was in the secondary unit, which was near, which was on Fountain Street, which uh, right next to Primark. And we had to move out as soon as Primark burned down. That's where I, well, I was there years ago as well. Um, right. But that I didn't realize where you're now in East Belfast. That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're, we're yeah, we're in, we're in East Belfast. It's, um, it's, it's, we're on the second floor above the whole of the Wise Buys complex. So there's, a, a, it's an amazing space. It's huge, huge space. Yeah. Um, it's about, I think there's 40 studios, which is, uh, and they're all of very, very good sizes. Uh, and then two kind of gallery spaces, very large gallery spaces um, in it. And um, yeah, it's really, it's a, it's a great, it's a great um, setup, really. We're, Could we're you great. save one for me when I finally get out of uh, emergency schooling and come uh, do you know, outside you, the house? <laughs> do you know what? The answer to that is no. We've oh, got, no. We have got a ridiculous space. We got a really, really serious waiting list of, right. um, uh, you know, people who, um, people who, 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 who would be, you know, very well regarded in the arts world, or whatever. And we just can't, 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 can't get them in. Mm. I suppose we need to kick people out. That's true. That's true. And to be fair, I'll probably, I might not be able to get away from my kids till twenty twenty two at this rate, anyway. <laughs> exactly. That's the other problem. So yeah. could you just, uh, even in a little bit of a summary, and then we can we can develop on that if yeah, you yeah. want, but do you want to give us a little bit of a, a rundown? If I was to say to you, tell me what you're doing, or what what is it that you, who <laughs> are you? Uh, I am, uh, so I would, I guess I would regard myself um, as uh, a painter. Um, if I was, uh, if you're going to define any particular artist, I said a painter, I am uh, a mostly, um, 
I, I'm very much a representational painter, mostly figurative work. Um, I, I, I would say that, 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 that you would um, uh, find it very easy to navigate my pictures in terms of identifying what the various elements of the pictures are, whether it's a portrait, whether it's a landscape, whether it's a figure, you know, a group figurative piece or whatever. The, the, the difference, if you like, if there is a difference, is that I try not to play by the rules in terms of um, uh, colorway. Um, I still very much respect um, value and tone and color and everything uh, so that, that, that you are able to kind of understand and differentiate between foreground and background and all that sort of stuff so that there is no uh, optical kind of challenge um, uh, so there's still a harmony there, but the, what I try to do is I try to um, move a color scheme outside of reality so that it, it can uh, uh, maybe touch upon an era of times gone by or possibly an era to come, uh, uh, maybe a future that we don't yet know. But but uh, and and then it kind of sort of plays around a little bit with time of day as well. Um, uh, where you can't really necessarily always tell whether it's daytime, nighttime or whatever. That is what I was just thinking about. Uh, so when you're talking there, uh, the, that cinema picture that I had, it was, it's pinks. Yes. And as you said about the daytime, that was one of the things that I found really fascinating was like, is mm. it the dawn? Is it a mm. uh, cloudy day? Is it, so that is, that's the, and even if there, maybe you don't want me to use this word, but a vintage feel, like, feel to yeah, it, no, a bit vintage, of an old Kodak yeah. camera. <laughs> yeah, 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 very, very true. I, I, I do, I borrow a lot of um, colours from um, old faded film photography okay. or, 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 or moving image film, which, which I kind of, I look at the way that certain colours uh, degrade and others don't or not as quickly and how the imbalance then sort of, um, uh, appears in in those in those pictures and it started with a lot of old family photos and then I started nicking friends who uh, started raiding friends and their families photo albums and stuff and um, I mean with their permission but I was kind of like oh, this is what I want this is what I'm kind of looking for and and then it just kind of grew from there and I and I and and I I kind of try to I, I build I have this ongoing compulsion to build a, a, a very sort of uh, inexhaustible reference bank, you know, I think, and, and what I, see, this is the other thing that I, I do, and I don't, I don't want to over, overdo this, I don't want to over egg the pudding, but um, one of the things that I try to do as well is the, 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 the pictures are not um, uh, random, they're not just straight out of nowhere, there, there is a story behind virtually every single one of them, and, and, um, and what I'm trying to do is, is, uh, I, I'm I'm trying to reappropriate memories, whether they're my own or whether they're something that that was from a story that somebody was telling me or something that I read or whatever. And I'm trying to reappropriate those memories and present them as if they are the experience of the viewer. Brilliant. And like, there's a, at the minute you've won the roller skates, which yeah. to me is me at the roundabout. My um, at my mum's house. We when my dad died when I was younger, and then my mum took away the little. We lived in the country, so yeah. She, Carmacked the that right. was a huge deal like that was like massive I remember for about a year she talked about it but it meant that you could go on like, yeah skates round so I, I know that there's one of the girls on a street but for me I took myself there 
Yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, that's 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 in progress right now. That, that's go, that's on the easel today. Oh, yeah. I, I, I tend to work at several at the same time, but that's definitely one of the ones I'll be working on today. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, there's a few that I'm going to do a series of roller skating ones. Actually, um, uh, demand demand has kind of uh, exceeded my expectation. Um, but I tend to keep series, uh, any kind of series that I do, I tend to keep limited to like maybe threes and fours. I don't want to be known as the artist that does this, the artist. I agree, yeah. And I know I want, I want to know more about your story, but I, I feel like that as well at the minute. And people say, why aren't you doing more of this animal? Why are you doing? Mm. But I, well, I, for me as well, it's a lot to do with time with the mm. lads, but they're getting older and, mm. and you know, I'm getting, I've got, help now in the studio or not in the studio but a VA mm. but um I I agree with that I quite like that I, I don't want to be knowing the same thing because some people would say oh um we do not want to you know your man that maybe does the I don't know musicians would you not want to be like that or the people yeah. with the umbrellas but I always try to say to them not that I'm in any way bango or whatever but I'm like most artists you find can the point is that we do a lots of different things yes we've our style but mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's a, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a very, um, there's a, there's a series of very important kind of questions you have to ask yourself when you're, um, when you're creating artwork, if you're serious about it in terms of the actual materiality of art, and I don't want to go all MFA, not yet. But, do, do. Yeah, I want to, I want to go MFA, so that's the Masters in Fine Art, which is right. Dan and I both <laughs> But, but there is a, there is a very important element in terms of understanding process materials and and also creativity and and um the thing i i i with the, with the help of some some peers you know and disc, in in lots and lots of discussion we we kind of keep talking about um this idea of the sweet spot what is the sweet spot the sweet spot in in the in the process of making a painting is is kind of um it's it's that's easier to discern because you you know when everything kind of synchronizes and then there's there's some sort of visual synergy there that you go yeah yeah I'm on it now I can I can feel it happening but then there's also a sweet spot in terms of understanding how what your what your body of work looks like what your what your um, what you're known for what you're kind of um, uh, trying to say about yourself in terms of an amalgamation of visual things that you've presented and so on and and across an era not just across the body of work it may be more than one show it may be several maybe several years and 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 i think that uh, a lot of artists end up getting um tripped up by their own um by the demands that maybe are put on by galleries by the demands that are put on by patrons by the demands that are put on by you know and and i don't think um Sometimes I don't think artists trust themselves enough mm -hmm. to know that if they deviate away from what they're known for, that they actually might unearth some serious gems. You know, I think they kind that's of. That's what you say about that's the beauty of art colleges that you're in it and you don't have to think about anybody else or the yeah. bread and butter or the. Um, but I, I feel like I'm only even servicing back up again. It's like I've yeah. gone down to come back up. So tell me then, you're not originally from Northern Ireland with that. No, accent. I'm not. Do you want to? <laughs> How I'm originally you... from North London, okay, um, and born and bred. Um, and I uh, grew up in the well. I was born in early seventies and grew up in um, a place called Crouch End in North London, which is um, a very 
uh, chic and and uh, well-to-do uh, location of North London. But when I was growing up there, it was a hole. Okay. <laughs> it, it, it was. Didn't expect that. I thought you were going to say. So I had kind of you know, privileged upbringing or something? No, 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 no. I, I mean, I, I, uh, you know, I think I was privileged in many ways. I was, yeah. my parents are both, you know, uh, working class or they were born and bred working class people, but neither from London. And, um, uh, but then both went into, into uh, academia and, uh, and uh, which is probably why I sound like this and everything like that. I didn't go to any kind of particularly privileged school or anything like that it, you know well, people wouldn't I wouldn't know accents so don't worry about that yeah. I wouldn't oh, okay fair enough yeah, um, sorry I'm ignorant um, to that no good 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 that's that's all very good but uh, nonetheless it's uh it, it was a it was a good experience and then I, I I I went to I went to art college in the early 90s um early to mid 90s I did my foundation in like 92 and then did a degree throughout throughout the middle nineties in in the Norwich School of Art, okay. uh, or Norwich University of the Arts now, um, and it was good. But I kind of I enjoyed myself too much. I kind of uh, yeah. I I sort of um, I, I I I you know I spaffed it up the wall as Boris Johnson would say. I I kind of really missed my ride a little bit. Uh, um, even in the final year, because I was pulled yeah. aside at the end of second year. It was Sandra Johnson, do you know the performance? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember her like so gently pulling me aside, and she's like, <laughs> "You can't let things come out." Yeah, I, no, I, I mean, people had people had that chat with me for sure, but I right. didn't, I didn't really listen. I was okay. uh, I was uh, no, I made work, and I you know I remember writing a half decent thesis and stuff, but I I. I I just didn't do enough. I, I passed and I passed very, very averagely and everything. And, and it was kind of, and, I, uh, and then I was very sort of clueless as to what to do next. Um, I kind of bobbed around, did a couple of really interesting, exciting um, things. And in many ways that can scar you because you kind of want to achieve those highs elsewhere um, and, and realise quite quickly that the opportunities that present themselves to you um, are a sign of how you're going to respond to those things. Mm -hmm. So you either take that opportunity with both hands um, and try and convert it into something, or the opportunity fritters away and and you can't revisit it. And um, so I worked. I when after after I finished my degree, I stayed on for an extra year at, at Norwich, and I was student union president, kind of post post degree, and that was a great fun. But again, that was about a, a, a bit to do with overindulgence of the social life and everything else. Um, and by that time, I kind of run myself into the ground. But oh, I'm sorry, no, don't mean to laugh there. No, no, no. Just... Yeah, yeah, no, you should. It was very funny. It was, it, it was literally everything you would expect. In well, there. just because you're like, so a year as a student union, like, I'm like, that's, that, that is. Yeah, um, paid, it was a paid, paid social. <laughs> in an art school, you know, I, it was just, it was, yeah, no, it was wrong. But I learned a lot about, didn't you? You see? I learned a lot about entertainment. So I learned a lot about putting various events on and various things like that. So that was good. And then I, I from that, I was able to, when I left Norwich and returned to London, I, I, um, uh, I managed through various, um, through a particular contact, I managed to blag a job as an assistant to uh, the manager of a very, uh, uh, up and coming new band at the time called Jamiroquai. Um, and they were just about to go stratospheric. Um, 
and and so I kind of surfed that wave for the best part of a year. Well, just under a year. Um, uh, well, no, it was it was about six months actually. And, but it, then I sort of staggered on afterwards for a, a few things here and there. But but it was um, yeah, it was a really interesting experience. I, I you know you 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 have to kind of you have to be there to know what that feels like in terms of going to festivals with the bands and doing all those sort of things. And, and it was a very, very exciting time. And they were just, like I say, they were, they were on the cusp, but they just launched um, uh, their, their album traveling without moving and virtual insanity was about to become the, the biggest MTV video in the world and all that sort of stuff. And so it was it was quite it was quite an interesting thing but then after that i i just i was lost in the wilderness for four or five years just paying off debts and mm -hmm. you know student loans and all that sort of stuff working pretty crappy jobs in norwich sorry where were you no this was in london this was back london, in london. No, this yeah. okay. and then um and then about 2001 i i finally re i i i had applied when i was in norwich to do teacher training and being accepted, but then I deferred it okay. um, and and didn't really think anything of it. And then about 2001, so this is about five years after leaving art college, I decided to bite the bullet and and reapply, which um, <coughs> so I did. And I, unfortunately, I was accepted and uh, went to. I started teacher training in 2002 in London, and uh, that was a revelation. Education was a revelation. I, I was, I, I if I was born to do anything, it was to be a teacher. And um, and and I grabbed that with both hands, and absolutely, unlike the first time going to art college or university, I, I this time I worked my backside off, Brilliant. and um, and and it was it was fantastic. And so, yeah, I taught I I taught in London for almost fifteen years um, wow. in secondary school in two secondary schools, one in Walthamstow, and one in Boreham Wood. Um, and both were very, very fascinating jobs. But I sort of around 2014, I started getting real urges about fulfilling my own creative kind of desires. Um, I was, I keep blaming the students. Um, I'm, I'm not sure whether that's appropriate, but I, but I keep blaming these A-level students who are very talented, but didn't want to go on to do art. And it was seriously, seriously good. And I just thought, well, sod it, if you're not going to do it, I should do it. Because I keep getting angry about the fact that yeah. these, kids, these kids are not sure what they want to do and, and everything else. And, and um, actually, maybe what it is really more than anything else is that I want to go back to art college and right, right the wrongs that I had previously kind of not really properly addressed. And, um, and, so, and so I did. So no, what happened? 2014 then, where are we? So, no, 2016 16. was... Uh, it took till two, two years to get yourself yeah, yeah, kind of, to, yeah, to, to kind of have those conversations with my wife, make sure that we were um, on, the, on the same page. We looked around, we, we, we entertained a lot of different places um, in the south of England. So we looked at, we looked at potentially going, moving back, possibly back to Norfolk. Okay. Uh, going there, we looked at sort of Brighton and the South Coast. We looked at Southwest as well, Bristol, all of that so sort of area. So you're looking at that with the view to MFA, so in Brighton yeah. or somewhere. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but everything was way out of our kind of price range um, uh, in terms of how we wanted to live. Um, and and then I, I said to her, "What about 
what about moving to Northern Ireland? And she was quite dumbstruck by the fact that I had proposed that. Um, she's from here. Yeah, because she's, yeah. from, she's from Northern Ireland and never really visualized herself, um, you know, coming back. And, and, and you know, the, the, anyone who knows anything about Northern Ireland knows how ingrained the mm. idea of coming back is in the lexicon over here. So, you know, they, <laughs> they, 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 they often ask me when I move back over here, knowing full well that I never lived here in the first place. Yeah. You no, know, or, or I'm not from here, but they say, still, it's, 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 it's the same as saying we before anything, you know, it's know. like, it's just, you just do it by, it's, it's the way it's done. Um, so yeah, she was quite surprised that it was my idea. And, but, because, but I said, look, the MFA is very good. We can sell up and probably uh, get a really nice place and everything like that, but not feel in remotely stretched by it. Yeah. Um, and and everything else if we if we if we transition over there and um <clears throat> so yeah one thing led to another i applied got on the mfa we started looking for houses sold up moved out i was so ready to leave london okay i yeah. was so so over london and um i think you have to there's a lot of things that that that, that kind of feed that 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 desire one is having lived there for the best part of 40 years um or I give or take four years up in Norwich, but you know, I was half the year I was in Norwich, half the year I was in London. Um, but the other thing is having, having three children. Mm-hmm. I, I felt more and more compelled that I didn't want to bring them up where we would bring them up. And it's not- So you had the three kids before you moved as well? Yeah, I actually yeah. only thought you had two kids, you have three yeah, as well, no, right? No, we, we had the, the third one that we had in 2015. So okay. yeah, she was quite young when we, um, we moved, but it was, um, it was, yeah, no, it was absolutely paramount that we did this because, and it was a big, big deal. We didn't really, I mean, it, we did feel like it was a big deal, but we didn't feel like, like it was a, a, a major, major issue because the excitement and the idea of, of wanting to, 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 to experience this change really sort of drove it all, um, mainly for me, uh, but also for Claire as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and, so yeah so it happened and we were very um kind of like following this 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 crest of a wave and everything and and i didn't really miss a step we moved over here and almost immediately we moved over here at the end of july and um you know without securing any school spaces or anything like that for the the two older kids and it was a nightmare and we had to do all those sort of things and we were way outside the 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 the, the sign up times and everything like that so so you know in in some ways we had uh, preempted to the the future because we were talking about the the possibility of having to homeschool them and everything like that and yeah. so um my goodness if we'd known what that entails <laughs> wow we would not be advocating that anyway um i feel so sorry yeah. for my boys that they have me in any capacity the only thing is english i can do an art obviously but yeah 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 exactly but the thing is even you know i've got 15 years teaching experience and i hate my kids <laughs> my, my husband says the same he says give me a classroom full of 40 kids i don't know any day give yeah. me my three kids yeah yeah absolutely I, mean, I, I i you know i catch myself swearing i don't i can't believe I know. that I know. you know i i i'm i i find it like stop shining even though yeah, i'm but, shining at them <laughs> but the other thing is 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 this idea of preparing um a lesson like i when you're teaching when you're in a classroom 
the class is set up. I mean, I, obviously I'm used to teaching art. I was used to teaching film uh, studies and photography and media studies and stuff like that. But the film, the, 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 sorry, the classroom would be set up with all of the, yeah, yeah. all the appropriate equipment and materials and, mm -hmm. and handouts and everything like that, all planned in advance. You knew what was going to happen every five minutes. So regardless of whether you were going to get any interruptions or whether you were going to get any kind of bad behavior or whatever, you knew how you could navigate that. Mm. But, but, you know, this is the, this is definitely on a level and I'm sure it will go down in the annals of history and, and whatever else in the future of, you know, and in terms of cliches, there, there will be another one. You, they always say, they always say in terms of therapy and counseling, you never, you never provide, you never give therapy to your family. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. never ever 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 you can't provide therapy for your family and uh i think that, that you know another cliche to add to that is going to be you can't teach your own kids you can't and i don't care what all those people who who homeschool successfully or whatever pr prior to pandemics and everything like that, whatever they say they are an unbelievable anomaly they are a, a, a mm -hmm. fraction of a percentage of, yeah. of you know and and cannot possibly be counted the vast majority of people cannot teach their own kids and there's one key reason they're not able to identify progress mm -hmm. parents haven't got a bloody clue they just want to get to the end of the task and who can blame them and so do the kids my kids just want to get to it yeah and everyone wants it over it's brutal yeah. and i and i don't even like i try to find the joy and all in it but on the other day a nature walk and as soon as we started the nature walk someone was up to their knees and then there was a fight in the puddle it's just and those are meant to be the nice times and then yeah, 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 yeah. still yeah. Got, but yeah anyway hopefully we'll be out of it soon so would you did you only do the mfa then in recent years so 2016 to 2018 i did right. the MFA. so who were your tutors then just uh mary mcintyre and dan shipsides yeah oh dan shipsides brilliant uh, yeah, and it was it was really it was a, an amazing and eye-opening experience. It was nothing like what I had anticipated, but at mm -hmm. the same time, equally, uh, it was really enriching because um, I, I'm quite a big theory geek. I do like it. I do like reading theory and and, and exploring those kind of concepts and ideas. Um, and also, it was a great opportunity to do to to have studio space and practice. Yeah. So, so those things were were really um, very, very rewarding and enjoyable um, on the one hand. And on the other hand, you are truly left to your own devices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, you have to be a self-starter. You cannot mm -hmm. possibly rely on feedback, on critique, on anything. Because it's so, it's so seldom. It, it is, it's yeah. so seldom. And it's like monthly, really, isn't it? The monthly it, vibe, or whatever you call it. It is, yeah. If, if you're if you're lucky enough to have any kind of element of consistency, it is. Yeah. But with all of the political difficulties going on within education as a whole, the amount of strikes and um, yeah. Yeah, the interruptions that, that, yeah. that, that kind of uh, that get in the way. You're, you're you're unfortunately you are you are uh, left in a I mean that is paled into insignificance by the way compared to what what people are currently experiencing both undergrad and postgrad students are currently experiencing you know in terms of what they've paid for and what they're getting oh I know is is, is and the fact that they can't go out you know my my um cousin's daughter Liverpool in a room like and that's where she's just sitting all that just talking about mental well-being as well you know I guess yeah as you said kids education right through but the only yeah. thing is we're all in the shitter together. 
Yes, it's true. But the same at the same time is uh, with, with that, it, it's not. Um, I think if anything, it's probably diluting uh, a communal capacity for empathy, mm. because Good um, you, I think you have to be able to um, project to a certain extent and and draw upon your own um, understanding of, of of compassion to to be able to properly empathise with somebody who is experiencing something as traumatic as they are is, uh, experiencing. When you are all experiencing it together. I don't see how um, uh, you you can really give that compassion because you're right in it as well. You're yeah, yeah. it's coming out in your life, and you haven't got enough to give. Yeah. I mean, you can, but the thing is, uh, and also, I think that the, the people who are experiencing real, true difficulties and everything like that are probably less vocal, vocal about it now because they know uh, saying me, 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 me. In a, in a in an era where everyone is experiencing difficulty, is is probably a, a bit of an echo chamber. Um, but one of the things that you and I were talking about there is uh, both the uh, the growth of our own businesses since lockdown last yeah. year. Um, so I believe that actually art does give a window of hope to that uh, sadness and <laughs> depth of just like. I don't like to use the word despair, but it's grim, you know, like it is, yeah, yeah. and the monotony of every day. Um, do you do you believe that that art, even even the the the, the visual of it, but also as you say, the storytelling behind it? You were we were talking there before we went came on here about you doing things differently, and I realized I noticed that you do lives with different artists and different people. How do you feel art and the lockdown and the pandemic have? What's your experience? I think it's a, I think it's a really interesting um, phenomenon because I'm relatively new to it. So everything, everything that I do tends to feel quite new. I don't feel like I've got any kind of um, history to draw upon, so to speak. Um, and, and I would go so far as to say that even with social media, social media is quite a new venture as well. So mm -hmm. it's all about how to use these things and navigate these 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 platforms in 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 a way that feels appropriate to an audience all of them have been relatively experimental we've seen other people try it and gone oh you know what well, i'll i'll have a little, a little go at that i'll have a piece of that I, just to see what it's like so um whether it's 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 you know doing live uh, live broadcasts or whatever live videos with other artists and so on and so forth it's it, it's a yeah it's a really enjoyable process and it was all kind of compounded by the the, the lockdown and the pandemic and and because of that, I, I just sort of, I think you, you do really uh, kind of become consumed by this, this, this sense of uh, this, this like national, international sense of um, the gravity of mm -hmm. what, what's happening at the moment. And, and because of that, you, you kind of want to do something about it. And, and, and if you are in a position to be able to do that, um, by creating, by discussing, by whatever it may be, I, I, I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think you're almost compelled as, as a, as a creative person, whether you're a poet, whether you're a filmmaker, whether you're an artist, whatever it may be, you're, you're, you're compelled to make something in response to that. Yeah. <laughs> and so I felt very much like, um, um, almost like a clarity that, that, yeah. that it's 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 a relatively straightforward um, process where I don't have to necessarily 
um, miss a step to 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 be able to 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 kind of walk walk in in time with with all of this this stuff that's happening. But equally, um, the 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 situation as it presents itself is is quite an interesting one for artists anyway because we are so used to being isolated we are so used to working on our own we're so used to not speaking you know i'm very very used to sitting in my studio and not uttering a word for maybe six or seven hours I know. you know and then when i try and say something my voice doesn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> you know my um, husband laughs at me because sometimes he'll say because i'm now in, in the house studio hmm. he'll say are you going to get off the reserve when he gets home from work and i'm like everyone's doing my head and i need it and, and then he's like, why don't you get off the reserve? Because the similar thing, all I want to be is sort of shut here. Yeah. And my only interruptions are snacks or... Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yes, it, it's, it's, very, it's very much like that. And so going back to your question, I, I, I think in terms of then um, what, what to... Um, what, what one creates and what one produces in, in, uh, in terms of... Um, create in, in terms of providing some sort of a dialogue with with a with an audience that that can that can enrich their own experience and mm -hmm. and, and give them some kind of respite from from the from the the, the 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 drain of what is the new normal i don't like that phrase but it yeah. everyone kind of knows what it is um we didn't a year ago which is interesting yeah. yes <laughs> yeah 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 um I, I kind of think um, that is a um, a, a very interesting kind of. Um, I, I, I'm slightly reticent of, of of embracing it like it is a a thing that is going to last. The fact that people are becoming much more interesting in, interested in art and maybe buying art and all that sort of stuff because they're you know, there, there are very clear reasons for that, the economic and social uh, reasons for that. One is that those people who can afford to buy art or choose to buy art probably have a holiday fund that they didn't spend last year, yeah. probably have uh, an element of disposable income that they can use to, 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 to direct those funds into art. You know, it's not a cheap process. No, but they're yeah. also, um, I think they're, 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 they're at home. So yeah. they're, 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 they're looking at wall. Yeah, you know, if they've redecorated or if they, they can't be bothered to redecorate or whatever, there is a very straightforward way of sprucing up yeah. uh, a room. And that is by introducing a piece of artwork into it that can mm -hmm. catch your eye and you can lose yourself in and, and all of those sort of things. And I think, you know, brilliant. That's, that's an amazing thing. But equally, I, I'm not, I'm not going to kid myself that this is going to last forever. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not. It, there's going to be hard times again in terms of uh, as an artist, in terms of as a business. Yeah. I, 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 I'm willing, and I'm totally, I'm, I'm absolutely up for that and accepting of that. That, that I know that when normality resumes and people can go about their lives for the greater good and everything can kind of improve again, that my business will probably take a hit. And I'm, I'm perfectly happy to accept that trade-off. Well, I think we're also used to it now. You know, I feel like getting to this point in our careers um, <laughs> has been, and that's why I have the podcast because uh, it's it's not a straight road to get here, and it's not an easy road. Uh, and um, I suppose, as you say, it's like, and it's and it's and you you implying there that we, it's not like we can take all the pressure off someone or we can carry all the responsibility for adding a little bit of color and a little bit of light yeah, 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 but absolutely. at the same time i think 
it's the, it's really lovely that the arts are being recognized and even and, I, and i'm sad that there's no funding i know that's a whole other conversation and that funding is so low but you know i was talking yesterday to obsesse who's really the dj i think you know who yeah, he is yeah, yeah. Knew who you were. and uh, off air actually we were talking about how it, it like gary lightbody people those musicians in their home breaking those barriers letting us see but then it's like there's no concerts there's no funding for online it's it's a strange but then i suppose i wouldn't want to be the one dealing with money during a pandemic either <laughs> so, no no exactly i i, I mean or decision making I, I this is the thing yeah I, I i rarely have sympathy for politicians but but um you know that this is one of those moments where i think you you are really really never going to be in a good position to make no. make a decent decision there are no good decisions there are bad decisions and worse decisions yeah. and that's basically it and 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 um you know i i think i'm I, from from what i gather um we are starting to see the light there will be um a a, a much more rapid progress to some kind of normality now with the, the vaccine rollout and the fact that the uptake is you know with all the the, the doom and gloom and conspiracies and everything like that there, there are all these concerns, but actually, generally, the, the uptake is going to be very, very good, very significant, enough to probably eradicate the, the, the current viruses, mm -hmm. or, or at least stymie them into being very small pockets that recur very infrequently here and there and everything, so most people can live normal lives. And that's mm -hmm. great. That is all we want. It's a, it's a very strange scenario because, you know, I've talked to about it quite a lot with various friends and family. It's like if you have a, a chart or a... Um, some kind of graph and you you kind of think about the axis at zero you know we we kind of fell to about minus nine it, it, it you know when at the, the peak of the pandemic we felt fell to minus nine and all we're looking to do basically is get back to zero yeah you know we're not even looking at getting to plus numbers plus numbers is what you do with your life yeah you know yeah. it's just being allowed to do something with your life yeah. you know and that that's 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 the really strange thing because it's so inhuman in many ways, what we're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, you know? that's grim. Um, I often talk as well about longevity and um, especially with the, the mentoring students, students that I mentor for in a creative space who are thinking about stepping out. Uh, one thing I will say is um, I think for you looking at your work, like you're you're in it for the long game too. Like I talk about oh, that, like I'm in this for the long game. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. won't be easy, but this is not a quick fix. So I think that's what lockdown has probably offered some of us, certainly me, I'm speaking for myself, is like, what are my values? Like, what do I, what, what, what do I want to get to? Where am I going? Yeah. Uh, that's a difficult one because I am very content with the way things have, have obviously unraveled between this time last year and now. Um, but there is a very typical trajectory that an artist has to take if they want to be in it for the long game. And that is, um, you notice that I'm probably speaking much slower now because I'm trying to think very carefully about how to say things that won't come across as offensive Oh, to me or in general? No, 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 to, to, to various people who uh, work, yeah. the, work within the art industries. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's okay. Uh, so I, I, what, what, the, 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 the problem is twofold. I, I, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this, and the problem is twofold. On the one hand, historically, you've got the issue of um, getting any kind of representation or a gallery or anything like that as an artist is, is, is paramount in terms of being able to create a platform for you to grow on. It, it, it was historically paramount, um, uh, uh, almost almost entirely in the days before the internet. I was um, just going to say, I'm truly going to yeah. say, but the landscape has changed. No. Yes, and, 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 and I think that, um, so moving on from the creation of the internet to the creation of social media to here and now and us and everything else, yeah. and even, even what we're doing on, on, on Zoom and everything else, I think we are in a position of, uh, ultimate position of very uh, obvious strength as individuals, as artists and everything, in terms of when the responsibility lies with us, um, we are far more likely, if we're given the tools and have the wherewithal to do it, uh, to, to, to create a, a, our, own, um, our own flow, our own wind in our sails and all that sort of stuff. We're, we're much more likely to be able to do that. Now, a gallery, for, for all the best will in the world, um, a gallery is going to throw its weight behind its big hitters. That's just the way of the world. That's how it happens. It's how it's always happened. They're going to look at their books. They're going to see who sold the most. They're going to look. Well, they're going to work with those artists. There will be the occasional artists here and there who, who you know, someone buys and they'll think, oh, that, that's 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 really interesting. Can we have a bit more of your work? Blah blah blah. And that's great. That's really cool if that happens. But the reality is that no gallery is going to be able to represent you as well as you represent yourself if you're willing to take the initiative well, to do that's a great line, yeah. yeah. Exactly, so, so, um, yeah. as things are right now, I have had many conversations with, with various galleries in the last sort of six months, and they've been really interesting, I have to, uh, I'll be honest, they have been very, very interesting, but, I have been very reluctant to agree to do anything with any galleries during during lockdown, during pandemic, during the time where everything is online, because there's just no way, and I, I do not mean this in any insulting way to any gallerist, any consultant, any anyone who's in the arts industries at all, but there's just no way that they're going to devote that time and energy to me the way that I can devote the time and energy to me. There's just no way. So, so, so I would like I would like to take that on my own for now and the cut of it as well sorry to get like technical but the the, yeah. the physical like part of money yeah um, for me it was weighing up during lockdown similar thing anyone interested so flattering so exciting um and i'm i it's always what i wanted what i wanted was the galleries yeah but for me it was like i could take the money i could give a virtual assistant to help me with the back end of all my website all those things and so for me, it, it, some of it can down to money as well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, I think it's... I think it's 40%, 50%, you know, that's a big... <laughs> it's, it's a lot of money, especially when you're not earning very much. Yeah. Now, I, I didn't... Or answer. I mean, you don't know what you're going to earn. Like, we don't right, know exactly. month to month. There, there is, there, yeah, there is, no, there is no guarantee. And, 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 and that's a very, very precarious life to live. And, and I, I, I'm... You know, like we already discussed this a few minutes ago, I, I am in it for the long term, definitely, but I'm also in it for as long as I can sustain it. Yeah, I will, and I do quite I like the idea. Art, I will make art forever. 
Yes, but, that's what I mean. That's what I mean but, about the long game. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, but but is it, it if it's a job or if it's a if it's a, 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 a kind of like a compulsion that I have to service um, with a, a, with another line of work to be able to afford to do it, whatever. They're, they're yeah. both both on the table, you know. And the other the other the other very big positive thing about galleries that's cool <laughs> seeing them online now as well is there the eyeballs. It's that whole thing of other people's. That, you know, eyeballs that are on there to find work like ours, but yeah. that's probably for a whole other day. I'll not keep you too much longer. I just uh, wanted hi. to, it's great, it's great to chat. Um, I wanted to ask you about social media, which you've already asked about, but um, are you, well, hopes and dreams, I guess you've kind of touched on that. Maybe right. seems very flippant, but that can be family um, and, you know, like contentment. I even, I interviewed actually my PA for this and she was like, well, we, we did we did a dream thing but in our last right. person meeting in december um and because i'm part of you know like this female entrepreneur association i was like right it's going to be this and this and i might not reach it but i like having it on the dream board yeah. Yeah. but she was saying well i'm i would just like to learn a bit more so yeah. that's you know you're allowed to have something like that what is it you where what would you say this is a very difficult question to answer because um i i i Although I am um, naturally quite predisposed to positivity, I, I feel like I have to um, kind of underpin my answer with a little bit of negativity here. Um, so forgive me, at the beginning of the answer, I think um, this is going to sound like I've kind of scripted an answer. I haven't. You've just asked me this question. But I think, I think, it's, um, I think it's an important thing to say that... Um, I am, I'm living the dream, right? It's happening. It's right now. Um, okay, I want to get out of lockdown and the pandemic and everything like that, but I am living the dream. Oh, why am I, why am I? <laughs> I feel emotional, you said, but it's true. I'm kind of putting myself there too and thinking, yeah, gratitude, like. Yeah, 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 no, so I am very grateful, but here's where it gets a little bit negative. I, I, I am a, uh, I am a white middle-class, yeah. middle-aged, man i've rarely had to struggle for anything in my life you know i i mean i don't get me wrong i have had my fair share of struggles yeah. medically physically you know all sorts of things and everything else so um but generally in terms of as a as as a statistic or as a somebody who's compiling any kind of data on me i fill the boxes of very very much the the, the, the privileged few you know i am um so um, I feel as if my dreams are easier to fulfill. Okay. Um, and therefore I am here and, and, and I am really, really ultimately very, very grateful, but I don't have to struggle even like you, Ali, because you know the world is going to judge you as much as a woman as they are an entrepreneur or an artist or anything like that. Your, your gender is going to be assessed whether you like it or not. So interesting, Michael and I talked about this before we come on, actually. Yeah. yeah, and I don't have, I never have to even think about it. Yeah, well, it's nice of you to recognise, I guess, that. I suppose there's, it's for me and my, my three boys, you know, and looking mm -hmm. at them, it, yeah, I don't know. I'm not trying to put the really downer, um, don't get me wrong. No, 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 I just don't want to say the wrong thing in response either, but yeah, yeah I appreciate you sharing that. Well, my pleasure, but it's, it's, it's kind of, I, I just think that, um, 
I'm not important here in terms of the hopes and dreams. I, my hope and dream is that other people get to fulfill their hopes and dreams. Mm-hmm. That, that for me, like my, my, my wife, my kids, their fa- uh, the, the family, you know, our friends and everything like that. That's great. I've had a taste of it and I love it. Yeah. I've had a taste of it and it's great. But you know what? It'll last me a lifetime now. If I live till 80 and, and, and I spent a couple of years as an artist and it was quite successful and everything like that, that's great. I'll die now on that. That's fine. Oh, oh, I have goosebumps. Can you just tell me, because I don't know if I'd forgotten about your wife, but I'm really interested. Can you tell us a little bit about, because even two creatives in the house, that's yes. very impressive. Just before it, we wrap up, because I'm actually yeah, bored. Yeah, well, she she is, um one of the reasons why we moved over here as well is she is a writer. She was a journalist. She's a writer, playwright, um, uh, and now works as uh, uh, works in development for um, uh, quite a well-known film production company um, called Element Pictures, Brilliant. who made Normal People and uh, The Favorite, and they're working on the the, the new um, uh, was a conversation with friends. The the new well, it was the book that actually I think she wrote it before Normal People, but anyway, whatever. The the edit, so 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 yeah, Claire is. Um, Claire had a couple of plays commissioned, one by one that was going to go in the lyric, one that was going to go in the, uh, the other one was going to go in the Mac, and um, and so so it, it kind of helped supplement the, the the desire to want to move over here, right? Because she was going to have to spend a fair bit of time when those plays went into production, she was going to have to spend time doing that. However, things became funding became. Uh, an issue and um, uh, then the pandemic as well. Everything was just getting cancelled left, right and centre. Yeah. One thing leads to another and, and suddenly everything is just basically cancelled. Okay. So, which is, which is awful because she spent a couple of years writing these plays, getting them in, in process. Obviously, she was paid up front. She commissioned. That's the way the process works. You know, they've already given the money. But, um, but then other things happen and 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 these things become suddenly uh history history that never really happened in fact um so so yeah it's been that's been that's been difficult but she is a she does a lot of radio plays and she did um oh wow yeah and she wrote this she wrote this film that was um uh watched i think maybe three or four million times over the internet um Called Hard Border, with uh, which was narrated by Stephen Ray, and he was in it. And um, uh, it's like a seven-minute film that was all about Brexit and a, a, a cry from the border in terms of, and and it kind of and and it was like retweeted and everything by like leading politicians, prime ministers, and everything else. And you know, and it was just a very sort of surreal experience. And then um, she did another she did another film as well that was made by. Um, short film during the pandemic that was made uh, last autumn by Emma Jordan of Prime Cut uh, Productions. She directed it. Um, and uh, that was a kind of a, a lockdown experience sort of poem, if you like. And um, yeah, she's phenomenal. Claire is, uh, she's a remarkable creative uh, and a, a, a really uh, intuitive creative. She has a very, very, um, very clear idea of what, what what uh, a societal pulse is. Okay, 
Have a good yeah. night. Very good. Well, I look forward to actually. Is she on social as well? Can I? She doesn't do any social. No media. social. That's good. That's probably. She never did. She never did. She was. Uh, I mean, it's been a. It's been a lesson to me in many ways. She. She. She just was like no. Nah, I know, but it's not beautiful. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just lastly, before we finish, uh, are you reading anything at the minute? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I mean, I often read several things at the same time. Um, so I, um, at the moment on my bedside table, I've got um, uh, James Baldwin's "The Fire," "The Fire Next Time," okay. um, uh, which which I've only just started reading. I've like literally, I'm about five pages in. Okay. Uh, um, but uh i i'm very interested i'm very interested in in the whole kind of um I, i'm very interested in race, race history and i'm very interested in black black lives matter and and, yeah. and 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 what 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 they're trying to achieve um and um i i'm also you know i've got a couple of other things uh, i'm rereading um i'm about to reread uh american pastoral by philip roth which uh, I, I do like philip roth a lot okay um, he he is a uh, he, yeah he's one of the he's kind of like the one of the great American twentieth century writers um he uh but but yeah so um I kind of read loads and loads of things but then I tend to at the moment I tend to read art books it's really boring I've spent a load of money on art books recently and 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 uh, and I'm really enjoying them I'm really give us the name of one you know what like one as in so art history. No, no, mate. It was uh, it was like uh, some new artist books. There's this. There's a book. There's an. There's a German artist called Ruprecht von Kaufmann. Okay. And, and uh, he has just released a book of his, the last ten years of his work, and it's not cheap. It's a good. I mean, I think it's like thirty euro or something like that. Um, but his paintings are gobsmackingly good. Like, I, it's so difficult to explain how good they are, but technically, visually, thematically, theoretically, uh, in terms of his spirituality and, and everything, his paintings are incomparable. They are beyond brilliant. Okay. There was an interesting... Uh, and I hate him for it. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I'm like, well, I can't wait till I'm there. Um, uh, the, there was a thing that came up on social media the other day, and it was an artist. I don't even know who it was, actually. That's why I'm thinking. I wonder if it was them. And it was him holding a book and it was a signing book. And he said, this was my art on the cover. That's what it was. It was an artist who got the cover of. Right. This is totally vague, but um, he, I read the blurb underneath and it, he was like, I felt like I had made it when I was here. And then yeah. he said, and now obviously he's grown, but he said, I don't take for granted the steps to get to where you are. Take every opportunity or something. Yeah, 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 exactly. I, well, no, you know what? I disagree with that. Don't take every opportunity. Take the ones that fit. Learn, learn how to say no as well. Yeah, that's really true. Important. Really important. I had to learn how to say no to commissions now um, because for every, and, then it, and it's hard to tell people that are working for a net and study in the creative spec sector to say every commission I do takes my eyes away from my own. And it was. Yep. It's a very, very important. I'm creeping towards it still. It's like, but. It is an important thing to know to know how to do. Uh, I, I think I think um, I think as, as a business as a business venture or whatever you 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 have to you have to as an artist you have to learn how to steer clients into the commission that you want to to, to produce for yeah, them. And that's what's been lovely, and I can see that in yours as well. When whenever you're commissioned, when someone totally gets your style, 
totally like some of my favorite commissions were in the last year and mm. um, someone who just buys lots of art and he was like i'd love it but you do whatever you want with it and yeah you can tell with what i do that that's different yeah. from what someone else said yeah, yeah yeah exactly i think it's very very important to do that and and to feel like um like you're giving them uh input and mm -hmm. you're making it seem like it's their idea to a certain extent but you're but very much very much framing it around this is what we're going to do otherwise it's not happening and the right price for it too like I'm well exactly it. and that's the other thing is uh, that's kind of what i'd say to young younger up-and-coming artists who ask me a lot about how to price things and what to do and, not, and i say you have to learn how to stay firm to your price mm -hmm. don't wait just because they don't reply straight away or whatever don't wait and then decide to knock off 20 percent and all yep. that stuff. you'll end up with nothing exactly yeah. or and also another thing i always say as well is you know you'd rather get one at the right price than 14 at the crap price but we all learn i suppose to and i think i, I don't know whether it's a female thing for me too but it was a lot of oh it took me a long time to get yeah, no, I think I think I to be honest, I think that's an artist thing. I don't think it's a female thing. I think an I, undervalued. I think thing, we're yeah. all raw. We're mm -hmm. all super raw and super naive and super kind of at the beginning. You just don't have a clue. You're not no. born with this information. No, that's another. That's a whole other podcast too. It's like uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Make you really good at your art practice in art college, and then just off you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and funnily enough, you're not taught anything in art college about. Business. No. business at all and it's no. uh it's it's but it's, we're me we're doing it we're doing it and i really appreciate your time because i know that um you're the same then as me with time is precious yeah my we have yeah. the lad or the kids you have a girl are you two girls and a boy or two you girls and a boy yeah brilliant yeah. Yeah. um well all the best and thank you and um, if thank people you. want to find you where do they uh, they can find me, uh, Dan Ferguson Artist, on Instagram or www.danferguson.co.uk is my website. Brilliant. Thank you. It was a pleasure. My pleasure too. Thank you very much. Good to have you. You're so welcome. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would really appreciate some feedback or for you to hit subscribe so that you get all the content every week in your inbox. And if you would like to check out my website, it's alihart.com, especially if you were thinking about needing some mentoring sessions because I have openings coming up in the summer. Thanks for watching and listening, and I'll see you on the other side.